Tom, how are you this morning? Morning, guys. How you doing? Morning. Good. We're, we're, everything's okay with the Brady, Minahan, Callahan uh, situation, right? This is a couple of Tuesdays in a row. It's a little later. There's no friction, is there? No. Okay, I'm not sure. Seth, Seth Wickersham may we be ready to write it. something. I don't, I don't want to get in the middle of this. Uh, no, it's been busy, man. It's kids at home and getting them off to school. And I yesterday was a, yeah, it's just long story. But hey, can I, do, you find, do you find it harder as the kids, at least I know I do. I think our kids are relatively the same age. My daughter will be 11. My son's five. It's hard. You find it harder to do your job as your kids get older and there's more and more to do. We, you literally, it's different than when you and I were kids or Jerry or Alex. There's so many more things going on in the day. I'm sure your schedule with the kids is packed every single day. It's it's a lot. You know, it's they're so. Uh, I mean, I love being a dad, and, but it, it's uh, it's definitely different than when you're 25 years old. You know, you have all the time in the world when you're 25 to uh, do whatever you need to do, and as you get older, it's just you know family dynamics change, and there's just less time in the day. And, you know, it's a lot's committed to them and. You know, for good reason, it needs to be. That's why you decide to have sure, to. Sure, yeah. But it's busy, uh, certainly during football season but, for me and for my wife. But don't you find it, like, so I'm a couple years older than you, but when we were younger and you played sports, you played sports in your town until a certain age. I find, like, yeah. now it's, it's with kids now, it's totally, compl- I don't know when it changed, but it's totally different now. Um, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I walk to school every day. I mean, I I went to the school that was closest to my house, and, you know, that was, you know, it's you play in the front yard. And, right. You know, my parents didn't drive me everywhere. I mean, now it's like you're picking your kids up, and it's just from one thing to the next, which is great, but it is different. It's just, you know, you don't let them go play in the street like, you know, it was when I grew up. I always say to my son, I feel bad for you because he's got more than I did as a kid, a lot more, but he never played street hockey. We played street hockey every day. Or we played or basketball, you know, football, or baseball, basketball, or baseball, day. or something in the street it's every true. day. And now you, there's no kids in the street. They're all in front of the computer or in front of the game but also or the travel team start early you starts younger in, and in a van stuff. going to practice but which i want to ask you something about the documentary i know you didn't want to talk about it the other day tom but i see a contradiction here and it's to your credit you talk about giving up your life for football but then we see you with your kids your wife your home it seems to me that you've struck a balance that you are you know a father and a husband and a son and and a football player it's not you haven't given everything up for the game have you um, no, I just, I think football is a great, you know, love and joy in my life. And there's a lot of things that get pushed aside. Um, you know, like say like all football players for the sport. I mean, there's no, the time is really not your own. Um, you know, because you've, you've already committed it to another place for so many days, you know, during the season, it's basically seven days a week for seven or eight months. Do you feel guilty uh, about, do you feel guilty about that? No, but I think everyone kind of uh, changes their schedule for you. Right. you know, I think it's all about your life and your game. And, oh, you know, we can't do that because it's a Monday night game. Oh, can't do that because it's Sunday night. Oh, can't do that because it's practice, which is, you know, there's a lot of great things that go along with it, too. And I think I'm, I'm very fortunate because I really love what I do. But, um, you know, my family gets the short end of the stick a lot. And, uh, you know, you just... That's, you know, that's part of the, you know, balance you're always trying to find. Is there a part of you that that was concerned about doing a documentary like this in season where it may be a distraction? It was really off season for me. I mean, my work was kind of, it was something we talked about like in February, 
and uh, and I did most in March. So March, April, May, June, a little bit in July. So when my folks been on football and kind of like with other things that happen in the off season. It's when football season comes along. I think everyone in my life knows where my focus needs to be, and uh, it's not to say everything in my life stops. It's just my participation in a lot of things. Uh, turns to where it needs to be, which is football, and you know, getting ready to be you know, the best quarterback I can be for our team. What was the uh, goal of the documentary? Uh, just some personal things. Just, it was, it was, you know, just an opportunity, and uh, you know, like I said, I've been asked to do a lot of things over the years, and some have been a lot of fun to do, and um, some haven't. You know, you try some things, and, um, you know, you kind of have just different opportunities you do at different times. So, Do you tell your, your your family, just give me a couple more years, and I'll be here every day. You'll be sick of seeing me. Just let me finish, as, you know, play as long as I can, but then I'll be here to coach. I'll be there to help you with your homework. Just give me a little more time. <laughs> it's like you have a microphone in my house. That's that's a daily conversation. <laughs> So what what exactly is the timetable you give them when they when they pester you? You know, I uh, you know that's a good question. It's a, uh, I mean, I I think work is a great part of my life. So you know, I I love doing it. And like I said, hopefully I can play until I can't play. You know, at a at a great level. You know, when I can't play at a great level, then I feel like I. When I can't help a team win, then, you know, I don't want to be a part of a team. I think that's a, a uh, you know, you're not doing your, you're, you're doing a team a real disservice if you're taking up space and not playing at a, at a championship level. So that's what I want to do. And, you know, I work hard at it just like everybody on our team does. And, you know, I love playing quarterback for our team. And my life kind of knows that. And they support me. And you know I'm very grateful for that support because without that support I couldn't do it. Well, we know we know you're uh, you're busy and you're ignoring the noise. So we'll tell you what uh, lots of people are saying this week is that uh, Jacksonville is the time type of team that gives you trouble. They have four guys who can get to the passer. They don't need to blitz. They have two really good corners. They have the best pass defense in the NFL by far this year. Yeah. Is that what you see? As I assume you've been watching a lot of that that defense on on tape so far the last couple of days. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of days because, um, you know, we, we practiced against them in training camp and really haven't seen much of them all year. So it was, yesterday was just a ton of film, and and it was good because it really kind of gets you focused where you need to be. This is the biggest challenge we've faced all year. You know, we've had a good offense. They've had the best defense. And, you know, that's always a challenge when you go up against those guys. And when you watch them play over the course of the whole season, you know, it's, you could see why. I mean, there's just there's not a lot of time for the quarterback to throw, and I think the whole secondary knows it. Linebackers know it, and you know they're aggressive. They take chances. They got a lot of turnovers. They got a really good scheme. Uh, I mean, quarterbacks just under pressure all day, and it's unless you can you know get open quickly. You know, it's been a lot of sacks, and the sacks turn into long yardage, and long yardage turns into punts, and they got a good run game. You know, Blake's had a good season, so. You know, there's a reason why they're in this game. I'd say it's certainly the best team we've faced all season, and if we don't play our best, then we're not going to advance. 
Do you buy into the? Uh, you guys talk about this. I guess uh, I'm guessing internally a lot. Do you buy into the fact that distractions can be a factor? You know, you saw it with the Steelers, but even look at with you guys. Obviously, the offensive and defensive coordinator are, are probably going somewhere else for head coaching jobs. The whole thing with the ESPN story. Does that stuff play a factor in the building over the last week heading into the Tennessee game, or was it not a factor at all? No, I think we're pretty focused on what we need to do. I mean, we've again, this is a long time we've committed to each other. I mean, since really the team came back in April after the, the last season. I mean, April, May, I think all those months that we're committed to training and meetings and walkthroughs and practices and games and, you know, injuries and the emotion, and it's just I don't think we're going to let anything get in the way of, this week, and I think the coach, you know, Coach Belichick, I mean, he does so many great things. I think one thing is he just sets the best tone for the players because he knows what it takes to compete at this level without, you know, and there's more hype surrounding the game. There's more distractions. There's more, you know, people. There's more people covering the team. There's more things to talk about, but we're focused on our job. And we let everyone else do their job. You know, you know, I got to focus on my job, and um, you know, the hype only gets bigger from here. So we just got to stay focused on what we need to do and stay with the things that have been working this season and trying to just go out there and, you know, continue what we've done, you know, over the course of the season and try to go be the, you know, the best football team we've played. I, for me, I guess, though, it would be human nature. And I, we talked about this all last week, and the Wickersham story now almost feels like it's two years old. But let's just say a story came out. That said, Jerry and I hated each other, right? We work together, we hate each other. As hard as that is, who to believe, would believe that? Nobody would believe that. We have all these issues, whatever, going forward. At some point in the course of a week, I would ask Jerry or he would ask me, Is there something in this story that's true? Do you want to work this out? Do you want to talk about this? Did you ever talk to Belichick after the story came out? Or did he talk to you and say, Is there anything to this? Is there an issue here? Do you want to have a conversation? Or was that never discussed? I mean, he and I, we talk all the time, and we have. And those conversations, again, are private between he and I. But we, we talk, you know, every week, multiple, multiple times. And it's, you know, we've had a great relationship. So, again, it's there's a lot of things written and said. And, you know, that's, again, just what part of the, the being in professional sports and being a quarterback for 18 years. And, you know, coach has to do a lot of talking on a weekly basis. But we're both focused on, you know, the same thing, which we've always been, which is, to be the best thing for the team and how to how to help our team win. That's what I want to do. That's what my focus has always been. Um, and that hasn't changed, you know, ever. And I never want to let the team down. So, um, you know, those things are very much the same to me. Hey, what's your take on bulletin board material? You guys never give it. You Obviously, Belichick doesn't allow it. But the Steelers and Jaguars both went nuts. And after the game, Jalen Ramsey, their stud corner, said they were going to beat you and they were going to win the Super Bowl. Did are you guys going to use that? Have you discussed that already? Um, you know, I think what I've learned over a long time is it's it's how you play and it's not what you say. And I think you know everyone has different ways of handling things. Coaches do, players do. Uh, we do what works for us. You know, those are other players that work for them. And uh, you know, the game's going to be decided by who plays the best, not who you know hypes the best or speaks the best or you know, he's a really good player. I've watched a ton of film on him. He's got a lot of strengths. And, um, you know, he's obviously very confident. That's reflected in how he plays. So, you know, I'm more concerned about how he plays as opposed to what he says. I mean, I've never bought into any of those things. You know, I know what our offense is capable of. We're going to need to play really well to score points. So, you know, again, that just speaks to the hype and, 
you know, us trying to really stay focused on what we need to do. And the better we stay focused and the more laser focused we are on our targets, um, you know, the better I think we'll play. And you think, uh, you think McDaniels is gone? He's a goner? You confirm that for us now? I have no idea. I, I really don't. I, I haven't talked to Josh about any of those things, and he hasn't talked to me about, to, to me about anything. So. so it never comes up conversationally? No, I mean, I, I've got – no, it doesn't. You know, you threw uh, whatever it was, fifty-three times Saturday night. But the right. one, the one everyone was talking about was you're running right. They're chasing you. I don't even know how close to the line of scrimmage. And you throw left across your body to Amendola, who's just behind the guy. And it's a throw we haven't seen too often. How do you know there's no defender there? It didn't seem like he even had time to to scan that side of the field. Yeah, I had. I could. I was really um, focused on Danny, and I could just tell Danny. Is, you know, we kind of made eye contact, and I could tell he saw ahead of him, and I trust him so much that I, you know, a lot of times for a quarterback, you know, you're, you know, you're scanning the field, but you don't have complete vision all the time. But when you tell the body language of the receiver that he thinks that he's got it, you know, that's when you can really be decisive, and you're really counting on the receiver to be your eyes. So I think Danny made a hell of a play making that decision and kind of giving me the body language that, you know, he, you know, always does. And, you know, he went up and high-pointed, made a great catch. It was a, you know, big play in the game. And we're going to need a lot of those this week. Um, you know, those are going to be big keys to winning the game. You know, if, if you cataloged him, and I haven't, and maybe somebody will, I'm going to guess Amendola's had as many big catches for you in the playoffs as any player during this run. Right up there, wouldn't you Many think? Many as Edelman? Yeah, I would think. Oh, yeah. I'd say maybe number two on the list. I don't yeah. know. That Ravens game a few years ago, yeah, he was he's huge. He's got a lot of them. Yeah, he's got a lot. I mean, he's had a lot of big ones in, in regular season games, too. He's just – he comes up big when we need him the most. And I think that's the mark of a great player and been a great player for our team. And he's been, you know, fighting hard every game all season long. And I have so much confidence in him. He's He's been an incredible player. And he played so well the other night. And we're going to need him to play well again Sunday. And, uh, you know, we're going to need everyone to play well. This is not a team where you can have any lapses. I think this team – you know that we're facing challenges you in every single, every single play. You know every part of the field. They're explosive. They have eight touchdowns on defense. I mean that's pretty incredible in of itself. They had another one, uh, you know, against Ben uh, this last weekend. I mean these guys can play football and they they play really well. And uh, you know we got to work it out for us. I heard uh, somebody talk about Kyle Shanahan having a conversation with Belichick after. I don't know how a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl and you know what went wrong, what went right, and just kind of airing it out. Have you ever done that with, say, I don't know, Tom Coughlin? You ever talked to him about the two Super Bowls? No, I, I never have. I, um, you know, I just ne- never crossed paths with with those guys. Um, it's kind of more players that I'll see from time to time, but right. isn't it bad? It's just in the off season, it's probably more, you know, not so focused on football but nothing with Coach Coughlin. That's the loss, though, I'm guessing for you, that's the loss that, that still hurts the most has to be that first Giants loss, right? Uh, I mean, those are all... I no? I remember every, every one of those playoff losses I can remember. Um, you know, we've had some tough ones, and they're always tough because they mean the most, and you've been in it, and we've got great chances, and I feel like we've been... Um, you know, we've been a team that had a chance to win every single one of those games, and if a few things are different, then... You know, we win, and that's probably what will come down to this weekend. It's, 
you know, there's we're playing a team that's very good. You know, just like other teams we played in the playoffs and lost to and beat, and you think about some of these real close games that we've been in, it's one or two plays, and you don't know which one or two plays that's going to be before the game starts. You just try to focus on every single one and give your maximum focus and energy and uh, into every single play because you don't want to come out of the game going, damn, you know, it was that one play. And you just don't know which play it's going to be. That's why you got to be – as focused as you possibly can. You got to study as much film, be as mentally and physically prepared. You know, the margin of error is very slim. And, uh, uh, you know, it's slim for both teams. All right. Quarterback question of the week brought to you by Northeast Men's Clinic. Uh, I guess I'd ask this, and the answer, I guess, might be obvious, but is this week, I don't know, slower is the right word, but is with experiences get easier to prepare and get ready for this game versus the first time. Your first AFC title game was what? Against Pittsburgh after the Raiders game, right? The snow game. I'm guessing yeah. it must feel so much different now or maybe it's exactly the same i don't know you know they're all different and they're all yeah i'd say for me um you know i i think i've just learned you know how to deal with my emotions for the week and there's obviously some extra uh, obligations um, in terms of uh, commitments for the the league and so forth but you know i'm trying to just put you know everything i can into it i mean it's, this is you have to earn the right to play the following you know, a couple of weeks, there's nothing promised. You know, it's all earned at this point. I don't think I take anything for granted. You know, this is a team that we're expecting to play as well as any team we've played all season. And, uh, you know, we have to be ready to meet the challenge. So if we play poorly, you know, you don't move on. And, you know, our goal is to move on. So whatever we got to do to play our best, that's that's what we got to do. And, uh, you know, that's where my focus is. All right, Tom, we'll talk to you next week. Great. Thank you. All right, sure. Bye, guys.